Hey guys, it's boy Eli from the Geek Centurions back for our final review of this season of Watchmen. See how they fly. Well, it's been a long journey. Yeah, it's been like uh, you know, a couple a couple weeks. A couple weeks of this show and uh a lot of mind fuckery. A lot of twists and turns and I think uh it's a pretty okay show. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's it's good. It's it's a good show. I think um, the more you dig into it, you'll find a lot more better stuff. You, you'll find a lot of stuff that resonates. But, you know, if you take it as is, you, it's a good show. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a solid show. Uh, I think all the stuff that uh, it wanted to do, it, do, it does pretty well. Um but yeah, on the whole, uh this episode is definitely sort of a sort of pretty much just sort of like wraps everything up kind of very nicely. Yeah, and we'll get to that later on, but you know, it's it's a really I'm actually surprised how good this show is. It's for a Watchmen show that for a Watchmen show you wouldn't expect it to be this good because the the connotation was always it is unfilmable, it's unadaptable. You really can't do anything with it, but, you know, Damon Lindelof and his team, you know, they found a way to, like, do it. And in a very pronounced and modern way to do it. Well, yeah, I feel like half the reason why I think they were definitely successful with with, uh, with the show um, is I think half of it was due to the fact that it is sort of more of like a continuation of the comic rather than mm-hmm. like a full-on adaptation also holding true to what the comic was about yeah like it it, it, it um it basically sort of follows up on the comic mm-hmm. and continues some of the comic's sort of variable themes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and the messages characters yeah yeah, yeah so it's, it's so you know it's sort of like it, 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 you kind of like can like understand that like this mm. show is sort of like it makes you kind of like okay yeah i can see that happening within this universe i can see this being like a, a logical uh conclusion conclusion to how the story from the comics pans out years later and mm. where all these characters are now yeah and so if you guys can tell we're just talking about how it falls in the film but we're gonna go further into the episode but you know we have a lot to say about this. Not not nothing really bad. It's just more like it was good. Yeah, you know it was. I I yeah I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it it was a solid, you know, uh, series mm-hmm. throughout. There was a bit definitely a bit like um slow moments, but when little, it little, little little bumps in the road. Yeah, but when it like got when when it did uh what it had to do. Yeah, it, it did good. No, you're right, and I'm very, I'm probably one of the few people that I've known in my group, friends, that has, like, spoke very highly of this show. It is a very good show. It's, it's a show that I think a lot of people should watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, should we get into it? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to get into, like, Yeah, so it's, like, good three minutes of, like, talking good about it. But, okay, so, this is See How They Fly. This is the final episode of this season of Watchmen, and we start off with um adrian veidt um filming his uh 
you know, Robert Redford thing where he was telling Rock, basically telling Redford, hey, I'm the one who did all the squid attack. It's all fake. I'm orchestrating you becoming president and such. And, you know, we find, we, but it's more on the background characters, the, his, his servants who are all uh, Vietnamese, which is a nice little touch that I feel like the, the, the movie didn't catch is that he took in a lot of Vietnamese as uh, helpers. Yeah. Yeah, and so and one of them is a woman, Behan, the daughter slash actual mother of Lady True. She sneaks in. She goes and like steals a vial of Adrian semen. Yeah, which uh, it's kind of weird that he keeps that. Yeah, he keeps it behind a painting of uh, Alexander the Great, which yeah. they they emphasize later on. But yeah, it's it, it is sort of weird. Which makes sense because he he always idolized that that person that character. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, she takes it. She um, does this. Anyone would do. Any woman would do if she had. She wanted to have a baby, you know, injected inside of her. And then years later, in two thousand eight, True visits Bite. Yeah, and they have a conversation. And essentially, she kind of plays him for his for his like success in stopping nuclear Armageddon. Even though he doesn't get any recognition, which is the big issue that he has, he doesn't really get the whole "I saved the world, but no one knows" kind of thing. Yeah. And True pretty much lays on him that he she knows everything, and that she wants Doctor Manhattan's powers. Yeah, like she specifically describes that I'm gonna, I have like I've designed a way to where I can kill Dr. Manhattan and take his powers and then use them to pretty much solve all the world's problems. Cause she builds, she sort of like, uh, tells, yeah, she, she says that she essentially created this thing that's going to help capture Dr. Manhattan. Sound familiar guys? Yeah. It's the, it's the same idea that the, that the, the seventh Calvary have. Yeah. So it, it's sort of like, it's like her way of explaining that, uh, um, explaining to Vite, like, I want to stop, I want to do, like, like, all these things to, to help the world better, and, and to do that, I want to have Dr. Manhattan's powers, and, uh, you know, it's sort of like, mm. Adrian Vite's sort of like, uh, well, I'm not sure how you're gonna do that, and she sort of, like, tries to, like, so, since you're my dad, uh, I was hoping he would, you know, <laughs> Give me some money for it. Uh, a lot of alimony checks there. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, he uh, didn't know. He didn't know it was not. It was not his consent. No, know? it was not. So you know, it, it uh, definitely. Um, yeah. You know, sort of like he's very uh, shocked by it as well. Sorry, I had to find a sneeze there. But yeah. yeah. So essentially, what from there? You know, we. She basically drops that she essentially knows about where Dr. Manhattan is, and she's had a satellite always up that would always like go around checking on him. And that's how, you know, Adrian Biden knew how to make the sign, knew why those satellites were coming. He remembered everything, he timed it perfectly so that way it happened the way he wanted. Now, 
the big thing is, is that Adrian's kind of like, you don't, I, I have no obligation to you. When I was your age, I essentially, um, so I essentially later, I essentially made a name for myself. And I had this possibility of using my family's money, but I was like, no, I'm going to make my name for myself all the way. That's what, and that's, and he's like, I'll never acknowledge you as a daughter. Turns out the little message he was writing with the dead Krushanks and, what's the other guy's name? I, I know, I know, I don't remember. Lady Kirsch, uh, Mr. Phillips and Mr. And the Kirshank, like, it was like, save me daughter. It was basically his way of like, be, uh, like being kind of humble and calling out for her help. Yeah. And so, that le- essentially now leads us to, if you didn't know from last week's episode, Adrian Vikes and you know, imprisoned. He's been clawing his way out to make sure he would be ready to go out. And he successfully leaves with Drew's spaceship that arrived just for him. And there, he kind of has a fight with the, the, the game warden. Yeah, like, the game warden is, like, is, you know, obviously sort of, uh, um still adamant about him being like you can't leave all right i'm mm-hmm. not letting you leave no matter what yeah and <laughs> they recreated the comic scene in where the game warden which shot uh by only for him to like catch the bullet and he would later just like fight um adrian by only for adrian to kill him yeah, and he Adrian pretty much confirms to him and to all of us as the audience that he just want the, the reason he gave he made him wear a mask is because he wanted to prove the point that masks can make people cruel and he needed like a worthy adversary to keep him sane. And you know he's like, and of course the game the warden's like, was I at least a good adversary? And he's like, nah. Yeah, he put one hell of a show. Yeah, he was sort of like, um, you know, sort of like being like, you know, I wanted you to be a worthy adversary for me. And he's like, was I worthy? Like, no. So, and he just dies right there. It's kind of sad because he just immediately turns, like, he has like this, oh, we're we're on the same level. And then he's just like, sad. (laughs) That reveal was just kind of funny. And, of course... You know, he leaves, everyone is saying goodbye, and and what later happens is, you know, he, he, he as he goes up in the spaceship, they tell him that he needs to be encased, so that way he won't, the, the food and oxygen won't be a problem for him. Turns out he was that gold statue that was in, in uh, Lady True's house the whole time. Yeah, yeah, it, it turns out that... Uh... His her like she saved she had already saved him because I think by that point I think in twenty nineteen like the current year obviously yeah um like she's already has saved him she has him like made to look like a statue I guess to hide in plain sight mm-hmm. so that you know when the day arrives that she's going to put her plan into motion she uh pretty much uh, wants to prove to him like prove to him that. I didn't need you for this kind of situation. Yeah, which is, you know, sort of like what he told her. is like, listen, you can do... You're, you're, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to give you anything because, you know, I don't... You know, what, um, I have no obligation to... I have no obligation to you. Yeah, like, I, I don't... I don't need to give you anything because, you know, I don't really know you. 
and mm. stuff like that. So like she essentially proves him wrong. Wrong, yeah. Like sort of like I built myself, but in the same way, like pretty much is kind of his daughter in a way because he she built herself up from basically nothing, and essentially from there he she became is like just as crazy as he is. Yeah, because you know she is. So like her plan is essentially the same as the Calvary's, mm. except you know like she's probably a, a little more thought out. Definitely, probably a lot more thought out because for her, she's definitely going to. She is the smartest woman in the world, as she claims, and um, for her, she pretty much. I'm guessing her like her stopping the Calvary is basically just I'm gonna get Doc Manhattan from you. And then you do the same thing you guys are going to do, except I'm going to do it on me. And I'm going to use it to basically fix the world's problems and all that good stuff. And it's... And he's she's ready to tell her daughter, actual, really her mother, that, you know, you're my mother, not my daughter. But she's, she already knew, and that's kind of, like, obvious, because, like, since she's been being pumped with, like, a lot of the nostalgia, she would remember all that situation. Well, yeah, she was, she was feeding her memories of her, her of herself. Yeah. So, I, considering that Bihan herself is also very smart, yeah, uh, she she probably would have probably figured out that. Oh, I'm like your mom, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Adrian re- is realizes like you you cloned your mother. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I had to. Well, I mean, yeah, I did. I mean, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> and essentially, what happens next is that. <clears throat> Sorry. So they go out to where essentially the little um, confession room was for Dr. Manhattan. They go there and this is where her whole plan is that she's eventually going to do something to get the Calvary's attention. Now, Adrian sort of realizes that, hey, I don't know, that's my, that's my last, I don't worry about it. Essentially, uh, Adrian realizes that time has passed, everyone thinks of him this way, they think he's dead. But uh, obviously not true. And we also get to see what essentially is the watchtower. Or the Millennium Clock. I'd call it the watchtower because it looks like a watchtower to me. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, I can see that. But Yeah. So, yeah. like a, He obviously sees the, uh, you know, the, the clock tower. And inside the clock tower starts to flow out this giant, like, orb. Yeah. Which is basically uh, the thing that she's going to use to, you know, capture Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, and it's, and from there, you know, Adrian really initially recognized, it and he's like, "It's, you know, this is the end." And I like how he quotes um, a line from, or a C, or, or the, the words that Rorschach would always carry around when he was in his like normal civilian clothes, a little sign that says, "The end is nigh." He re- he essentially said that. I thought I was like, I, I felt like I, I caught that. I think it's connection, but you know, it's just me. Yeah, That's maybe. Yeah. Book. But you know, the Calvary is get, just as, as true as getting her people together. The Calvary is getting them together. Like we were, we're into, um, Joan. What's her name? Right, Joan, the the wife of Judd. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, Joan is there. Keed Senior's there. John Keed's dad. Yeah, the guy who installed the key act that made made uh, vigilantes illegal, and essentially they're all getting ready to, you know, witness you know, John's ascension into 
godhood as the new Doctor Manhattan, or whatever he wants to call himself. And now we find out, and this is the best part: we know what happened to Looking Glass. He's hiding among men, the the cavalry. Yeah, like uh, he, he, um, he pretty much is standing guard next to uh, Laurie, who's pretty much being positioned in front of the cage, mm-hmm. ready to, for Doctor Manhattan. And like he sort of like he sort of like tells her, "Hey, it's me, you know." Don't worry, I'm gonna get us out of here. Yeah, just gotta wait for the right time. And of course, all this is happening on the same time Doctor Manhattan's getting captured. Because immediately, you know, the light turns on and it's Doctor Manhattan in the cage, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, it's Doctor Manhattan!" It's like, "Oh my God, we it actually worked. He's here in the cage, and now it's time to you know put put our plan into motion." And as they're as they're about to explain. Angela is literally tor- is at this point torturing uh, a seventh caliber member in order to know the location, and now we get into essentially John Keats' big speech about him not liking being part of, you know, the the, the basically him complaining about Rob Rapper as the government, how they took his guns and a lot of stuff that you would kind of hear in a very, um, like all right kind of thought process yeah like basically um after like hearing the uh the truth truth from adrian like the 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 video from adrian vite uh i'm guessing uh keyed like sort of like wanted to essentially like this whole plan is sort of like a sort of retaliation against you know the the current like government Mm -hmm. sort of like him feeling that, you know, the current government has pretty much just uh, targeted, like, white people mm-hmm. to be, like, the problem and, like, using repredations and stuff like that. To... A lot of stuff that has been, like, built up throughout the throughout the show, like the repredations, like the whole um, Cyclops and stuff like that. Yeah, because, like, they're all part of Cyclops. Like, like uh, Keane Sr. even does, like, the Cyclops symbol before they enter the building. So... It's 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 like a, it's an extension of like that that subplot, and that um, Keen is basically gonna like you know I think like he he mentioned his plan like before to Laurie that like he's gonna take Doctor Manhattan's powers and essentially establish like a return to form. Yeah, and they wanted to start a class warfare. Well, uh, it's more race warfare, yeah, really. race warfare, but you know, it's I heard class, and that's why I thought, but it's it's race warfare, you know. No, yeah. that was the whole reason why we had the White Knight. It was essentially a way to it started off like you know the 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 the, the what, what do you call it when it's like a, it's it's an object it's about to be blown up a powder keg powder yeah keg. powder keg it's yeah. a powder it would have been the powder keg to establish this whole big problem they're gonna have later on, but it all changed the moment Doctor Manhattan teleported one of their members. Oh. To where Doctor Manhattan was born, the whole New Mexico um, science field where he was like when he was John, he got you know, disintegrated and come back in that same. Yeah, place. yeah, it's that place, and essentially that you know that clicked for them, and they eventually developed this plan into capturing Doctor Manhattan and doing all doing his like you know transfer. But it, he also established that his previous plan about starting a race war was kind of half baked. So obviously this plan is kind of big. 
Yeah, like he mentions that I think his his original goal was to become president. Yeah. So that he could like I guess like change the government that way. But then it was like, you know, obviously like and he was going to use the white knight as sort of like the the, the propel yeah him cuz I think he he set up cuz he like essentially was the one that like pushed the laws to like put policemen in masks and stuff. So that way you would have two groups in masks that you don't really know uh who's on i guess to like still like who you don't know who's on whose side and stuff like that yeah and yeah basically he wanted to like become president but now that like they found out that basically um uh cow was dr manhattan in disguise that they had judd and uh his wife try to be close with the family and slowly like he developed like essentially find a way to capture him and then you know take his powers mm. That was the uh, that was the plan. By the way, as he by the way, as he's explaining this, he's essentially taking off his clothes, all the way to leaving just his underwear, and it's a very like Doctor Manhattan underwear. Yeah, he's yeah, it's basically that. <laughs> they make a joke like he looks silly, because that one was silly. And now, as we go along, Angela comes in. She's like, basically saying, "Don't do this. It's not gonna work." And John is saying. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. To which he goes in. Everything starts. Turns out they were teleported. Yeah, they were teleported by Lady True to be in like that center, like, mm-hmm. like plaza place in the middle of Tulsa. Yeah, right where the the little, um, where the little thing, where the little confession booth is at. Like I said earlier. Yeah, and. We, they're all like basically captured, you know, and Lady True basically explains, yeah, John Keats' plan would have fucked them up. It's really stupid. Yeah, like, she's just sort of like, you guys are, like, you guys got lucky with, like, you know, because I think they explained that how the reason why they're getting all those batteries is because it was, like, filled with, like, the, uh, lithium. lithium and stuff like that, which would, like, contain him, mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan, and, like... Like, she was essentially, like, I mean, you found a way to, you know, capture him, but, like, your plan to, like, just transfer his powers from him to you, it, it was was not well thought out at all. Yeah, half-baked, as I said earlier. Yeah. And even Angel's like, you probably aren't, you, you, true, pretty much probably just played you, and it feels like it. Yeah, because it turns out that, like, the power sources that true, uh, they stole power sources from true, mm-hmm. which, for Angela, is sort of like, I think no. I'm pretty sure she just let you steal them. Yeah, because remember her. That was her plan was to capture Doctor Manhattan and take his powers. Yeah, they essentially have the same plan. Obviously, uh, uh, um, Keed. Ke- yeah, Keed, and like, um, true. Like, no, it's like true. Would was de- like obviously had the plan probably way before hmm. Keed did. So. It was more thought out. It was more planned out than he did. As he said, he, his plans were mostly half-baked. He, this is where I really figured that he was more of that stereotypical supervillain. Where, like, his is, he's overly silly. He's overly... He's really cartoonish. Especially with his uh, southern accent. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, it's definitely sort of like he's... He, he's, like... Not as, like, menacing. He's sort of, like, just kind of, like... He thinks that he has a a, a a very great plan, but uh, 
when looks like because i think i mentioned it before like mm-hmm. i think that like a couple of times like uh in previous episodes about his plan that it's like eh, is this gonna work i mean you know yeah even like we knew but i think that's kind of like the end the, the whole point of the joke is that he's not supposed to be taken seriously like he's making points but like he is not a it's 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 kind of like poking fun at the idea of, of what he represents. Yeah, that's what I felt. That applies me like you know, deep deep diving into what my thought processes are. But you know, essentially, you know, Keed, he's dead. He's just a puddle of of blood now. As a true explainer, if you don't have a power source to, you can't just automatically just take all that power. You need like this like. You know, take it out and then synthesize it back into someone. You know, like as as Doctor Manhattan explained in the previous episode, he can probably do that by transferring to something, and then that person can take that and sort of become get his powers. Yeah, and like it's funny too because she's sort of like, "Where is Keith? Oh, is he in there? Oh, that's probably not good." And she opens the hatch where he where he was going to like be and, inside. Yeah, he where he was going to emerge as the new Doctor Manhattan, and he and he opens it and it's just. A bunch of like it, it. It's like he's basically goo. He he's not. It's like, which I I mean honestly like I mean, I kind of called it last week. Yeah. Or like the last episode, and uh, except I assumed he was gonna just explode. Mm-hmm. Like the, like him inside the thing would just explode and he just become like nothingness. But now he's you know I'll take him being liquefied goo. Yeah. And. True, essentially, you know, she has the white cavalry, the high-ranking members of high cavalry, of the high seventh cavalry, cornered, and she's, you know, got a little speech going, probably a will speech to them. But you know, Judge's wife's like, just kill us, and True's like, all right, and essentially, she just disintegrates all of them. Yeah, well, I mean, it was high members of like Cyclops. Yeah, so, but but yeah, she basically just. Uh, only brought them there essentially the 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 fill to fulfill her bargain with uh, Will, which was like help me take down the, the Cyclops, and which you know she kind of does. You know she yeah. disintegrates all of them, and now she's ready to proceed. But Doctor Manhattan has other was at least able to. By the way, Doctor Manhattan while stuck in there, he's kind of like jaded. He doesn't know where he's at. Like he's like he his brain his his brain is not he's not fully there. Yeah, like, he's sort of, like, just, because of, like, the material of the uh, cage, he sort of, like, doesn't really know where he's at. Like, he, I think... I mean, we mean literally he doesn't know where he's at. He's talking about he's in 1980. He does a lot of references to the from the book, um, being 1985, um, talking to Jenny Slater, his uh, girlfriend at the time, before he was with uh, Lori, and stuff like that. But he was able to he was able to snap a little bit back in when he saw like the pool of blood, and using the pool of blood he was able to tra- uh, teleport, by Lori and um, good old Looking Glass, to Byte's old office in in the Antarctic. Yeah, and True's a little upset with that, but you know she just goes ahead with the plan anyway. But while they're over there, by that over there while they I mean, you know Byte and. Team Vite, let's call him that for now. I mean, if you wanna. I mean, just easier to say that. But essentially, um, they have a plan to stop it by using squids. And, well, yeah. And so, they go through the plan. 
Um, they find a way to stop the plan, thankfully enough. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to say some stuff for the spoiler portion because we got a lot to talk about in that area. But essentially, um, yeah, John's dead. Yeah, no, uh, True is successful in her plan to at least kill Dr. Which Manhattan. Which isn't a spoiler because we knew that was going to because he even said, I'm not going to survive this. Yeah. So don't don't add us, please, for spoiling that, for spoiling that. But no, um, essentially, it's a very touching moment between him and Angela. Um, it was their last moments together. And as she disappears, you know, Vite go aheads and plans out the whole situation. And now, as it all looks like it's going to happen, Vite essentially makes another rainfall squid. Instead of just a normal rainfall, he makes them a little more, I guess it'd be comparable to hail. Yeah, he freezes the squids instead of just dro- letting them yeah. drop normally, which essentially, yeah, it basically is hail because he sort of like... Oh, I think it's a lot more faster than that. Yeah, like, because, you know, like, hail, like, some, like very, like, strong hail storms. Yeah. Because, like, can, like, pretty much, like, wreck stuff with enough velocity, and that's basically his plan, is to, like, essentially stop Chu's machine from, like, giving her the powers... Because then he essentially, because all those frozen squids would be hard enough and fast enough to like pretty much destroy anything. Yeah, and so Bihong gets a call from Lori telling telling her to tell Angela, get the hell out or you're screwed. Yeah, you're gonna die. Yeah, and to which she complies and she gets the hell out. And she goes into the Dreamland Theater, which by the way, we I don't know if we mentioned it last week. That's where Will and the kids are hiding. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, Dr. Manhattan, like, last, last episode, teleported the kids to the, the theater where Will's at so that he could take care of them. Mm-hmm. And so, so Angela walks in, getting away from the ring, and has a heart-to-heart with, with her grandfather. And they explain to her that... Well, he explains to her... Um, that Dr. Manhattan foresaw a bunch of this. He even saw that what she was planning. So he knew how to basically screw over True. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think as Dr. Manhattan has said before, like he experiences everything all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like sort of already knew pretty much what exactly was going to happen th- like this night for him. So like he essentially kind of was like sort of put into motion like this plan to essentially like at least like since he knows he's gonna die at least sort of like prepared like stuff so that you know uh, True wouldn't get the powers. Yeah, and so Angela and Will have a conversation about the reason why they became you know, mass vigilantes and how essentially that kind of ruined Will's life. And they just start to bond. It's a very nice scene, a very calm scene. They're, they're in the same theater that he essentially, that the, that the first episode started off with. with yeah. His mom and the whole bash reason why he, he named himself Will, Will Reeves. Yeah. And, you know, all that good stuff. And so, essentially, you know, Angela 
not knowing where she's from, not understanding why her grandfather did the way things he did, and knowing that Dr. Manhattan had was was planning on what to do with the whole situation, they essentially, you know, you know, Angela essentially like asked him to live for them for a couple nights, just just for a little while. Yeah. And so the rain's over, they all head home. Um Topher finds out that his that Angela was Sister Knight. Yeah. In a in a very quiet mo scene and then just like drive home. And well that's basically where we're going because we still have some spoilers to talk about in this last episode. Just like just to just just to pat it out, really. But no, they're good they're good they're good things to talk about because we want to go deeper into those those ideas. But essentially that is, you know, the episode and it ends in a way where it could you could have another season in a way it's a very open ended um episode uh, finale um this this and this happens we're going to get into the spoilers but you know it's it's very open ended you couldn't i feel like we you and I talked about this they could make another season of this question is and this is going to be and this is we were talking about this before we go to spoilers should there be another season of watchmen um, I don't think so. Like, because I think you've mentioned before that, like, if there are going to be other seasons, that they're going to be, like, sort of, like, how they do True Detective, like, sort of like an anthology series, kind yeah. of. Well, Damon Lindelof, the the, crea- the creator of this show, has said that he, he just, he only did these number of episodes, because that's how, because he wanted to, he didn't want to go, he didn't want to, like, make us... A, a huge season thing he didn't want to he, he he had one story to tell and that was it and this was his story yeah and i don't know like for me like uh i am perfectly fine with it ending here like no more se- no no season two like yeah but like especially like it I, I guess it would be interesting considering uh how this season ends yeah uh, a potential season two but like for me personally like i think it's fine with just being a single like sort of self-contained like story mm-hmm. well i mean like you technically for, for if they do another season they can do whatever they want this is at the b center around the main cast we had this in this season in this season but i'm with you that um this i i'm i don't want another season well, that's just me speaking personally. I don't want another season. I think this one is just good enough. Because I feel, my worry is that if we do more than this season, you know, will it capture the feeling of the book? Are they just doing some random thing? Like, what would it be about? You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, if, depending who's, who's in, who's in it, I mean, I might give it a try. But I'm with Lindelof and saying this is just a one season kind of thing. If it's open for it, I'm down for it, but I'm it's gonna be hard to top this. Uh yeah, I guess uh I, I could agree with you on that. Because it's so it's so like close and shut. Like not not literally close and shut, but you know it's like, like it, it ends but it never really ends. Kinda like the like kinda like what Adrian Nigel Dr. Mahan tells Adrian that nothing really ends. So, I guess this is where we go into spoilers. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to do that. Yeah, let's, let's do that. 
So guys, um, we're going to the spoiler portion. So if you guys haven't seen the episode, go ahead. We usually try to, like to like give you a quick rundown of what happens and any important details we leave for the spoilers. So yeah, go go ahead and check out the last episode. Go check out the rest of the show, the rest of all the episodes, man. It's really it's a really good show. And I think I said this before. I think it's a better. I think it would have been cooler if it was all bingeable. Like instead of just releasing it mo- like weekly, it would have been. I mean, we could set it, uh, you know, having it coming out every week is fine, but I think it, as an experience is better as, as a binge. I mean, yeah, it's debatable. <laughs> uh, you're like, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> I know, it's... it's, it's but, yeah. But no, um, so guys, um, go ahead and watch it, come back to us when you can, and yeah, enjoy yourself. So, spoilers in three, two, one. Okay, Joey. What, where do we start off with the spoilers? Where should we go with first? Um, if anything, we uh, we didn't really mention what exactly happens to Lady True. Yeah, so we gotta go into that. Which okay, can I say about what's weird is that she's always that like throughout the whole throughout this episode, she's walking around with this hat that they like they just weirdly named like mention that for me looked like a halo. Like she's kind of kind of like. Well, I think there's a good portion of this episode that sort of like tries to paint her as like sort of like a messiah kind of, or at least that's how she believes herself to be. Yeah. Because I think like, we also didn't mention that uh, half the reason why Adrian Veidt essentially is fine with, essentially does like, because to be like, Adrian Veidt, like, Mm -hmm. stopping uh, True wasn't like he like dr manhattan didn't tell him to do that he did that by himself because mm-hmm. uh he explained he was explaining to Lori that like he does not he does not he did not uh trust lady true to have like those powers because she was a narcissist like she's she, she has a lot of bad qualities funny enough qualities that he has <laughs> yeah and he essentially was like <laughs> Like, if someone like her were to get those powers, she wouldn't stop at just doing all the stuff that she wanted to do, you know, like, uh, you know, fix, yeah, uh, getting rid of nukes and like, you know, pretty much just like solving the world's problems because she would have essentially done her best to essentially subjugate humanity in a weird way. Yeah. Which is something that he was not like willing to let happen, the possibility to let happen. So he essentially, you know, does the plan. Uh, with the frozen squids dropping on Tulsa, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, basically, uh, because of that, it destroys the machine, and uh, Lady True gets crushed underneath it. Yeah, which uh, it's funny because um, we knew it was happening because you know she's sitting there like waiting for it to happen, waiting for the light to to envelop her, and you know like god whatever <laughs> and she gets hit with um with one of the one of the ice squids through her hand yeah yeah and like um this is her for i'm gonna look for it as, as you talk but you know um you know you take it from here <laughs> explaining but yeah no like i mean like when you were mentioning i think that she's sort of like being paint like how like how we mentioned uh when she sort of like tries to see herself as like a sort of messiah figure um yeah like she uh she basically like in the framing while she's waiting for it, like mm. because remember, like she tell like she teleported like the cavalry with her, and they were all sitting in those like uh in that like fake church looking thing with like a Jesus cross in the background. 
Yeah. Basically and, sort of framing her as sort of like her being like essentially going to become a messiah, like a god. Mm-hmm. But then she gets, you know, hit with the uh, squid and like leaves a hole in her hand, which I think we, I think when we were watching, we kind of pointed out that uh, it, it's kind of like, kind of resembles like Jesus and like the stigmata. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I had to help here so I can read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I pronounced that right. But basically, yeah, like just, yeah, it's sort of like she's trying to like, she, it's kind of like a weird symbolism thing. Yeah, it's, I kind of, I, I thought that was pretty cool though. Yeah. It's it's because like as, as she's framed, as you know, the light enveloping her, about to envelop her and and in the background is the cru- is crucifixion of Christ and the first thing that happens is she gets hit with in the in her hand in the inner palm same as uh, Jesus when he was nailed to the cross um we're both catholics <laughs> so yeah we we immediately noticed that so um that was white's way of like screwing it over and as it's as all of it was falling down it kills her yeah which, which is kind of kind of makes sense because it's it's very much an adrian thing to do she she adrian kind of like wants to benefit wants to help humanity but at the same time he's very narcissistic yeah especially as we later see him in this lot in in this iteration because he's very up because he wants that recognition of like i saved humanity i was the one who did this this and that but you know he's not gonna get it because you know. Oh yeah, I think we also forgot to mention that the cops show up. Yeah, the cop as yeah the cops are showing up. Everyone's there. Red Scarce is there. Power Jenny's there. Um, also, we forgot to mention that um, they they take um, Bihan into a uh, into custody. I think. I don't think they take her into custody. Really, I think they more just like because like she. I think she's one of the few people that like survives the hit mm-hmm. storm because she hides in the. Uh, the booth yep uh and like I, I guess they're just taking her in like you know uh questioning i guess probably questioning yeah. and also like i don't know i don't think they would arrest her no of course not uh this is the first thing i think of but essentially but as we go on but you know it's uh true's dead and this is the aftermath and one thing we forgot to mention as well adrian bite what happens to Adrian Veidt? So Adrian essentially helps um, Looking Glass and Laurie find a way out because he was able to scavenge out Archie, the good old owl ship from Night Owl. Yeah. And so he's like, good luck, you guys. But, but Laurie's like, nah, dude, you're under arrest. And that's the shock of Adrian. He's like, why? You have no proof. He's like, nope, Looking Glass, he has the, 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 the disc that explains to them what he was planning. Yeah. So essentially, he's trying to like talk, you know, vice versa. Like, you can't arrest me because that means you're going to arrest the president. And he's like, well, if he's got to go too, he's got to go. And vice, you know, he's 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 still trying, but you know, they just knock him out and just take him away. Yeah, and he sort of still, he uses the argument like, I just hate humanity like twice now. All right. Yeah, and, and like even Laurie's like, you keep saying humanity's gonna, gonna end up being killing himself, but it just never happens. So essentially, they're planning on like revealing, um, like the whole squid invasion was fake. Yeah, which is funny because um, re- I know it's I know I've been a broken record about talking about this book, but it's kind of hard not to see the parallels. But in Doomsday Clock, that is literally the first issue. Everyone finds out about the squid attack, leading to like a big old 
like riots in the streets kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. Then um, they take him away. Um, he's gonna get arrested. And the last thing we could talk about right now is what happens to Angela. So if you guys remember in last week's episode, he Vi not Vi Manhattan talked about transferring his power to an egg. Like he just gave an example, you know, if I could pass it to this, you know, my power to an egg, you know, you can you, you can use it, you can, you know, if you eat it, you'll have my powers. Well, yeah, like he was uh no Angela was sort of like saying like so if you were to like put your like your powers into like this egg, like like could someone eat it and then like gain your powers? And he's like theoretically, yes, uh, it's possible. I mean, kind of like what True was trying to do. Kind of, but she was more like t- destroys Doctor Manhattan's and, and breaks him down and then like mm-hmm. into the machine and then have the machine shoot him back like but filtered mm-hmm. through. But yeah, like basically uh, what he said, and. uh Angela like notices that the eggs that like she like sort of like threw down last episode, um, while like uh, John yeah. was gonna make like like waffles. Yeah, there's at least one survive. Which, by the way, also Will told Will was told by um Doctor Manhattan to tell Angela that you know sometimes you gotta break. Well, it was during a conversation he dropped it. He you know he he like basically named kind of like name dropped it, saying that you know sometimes you gotta break a couple eggs to make an omelet. And Angela's like, I don't know what that means. Well, I was like, well, he's told me you'll know what it means when it means when the time comes. And now the time has come. She sees the egg and she gets the idea because she remembered that that uh, Doctor Manhattan was like, "You see me walk on water is gonna be significant at some point." To what she does, so she essentially leaves out the house to the pool, breaks the egg, drinks the yolk, and she prepares to try to step on water. Only for the show to immediately end by going black. Yeah, like she. That's why we say it's an open-ended thing. Yeah, she basically eats the egg and like, and just about just when she's about to like, put her foot on the water, the show ends. It mm-hmm. cuts to black. Yeah, which is um, for me that's that's why I think this this shouldn't be one because I don't want to see Angela go around with god powers. I also don't want to see what happens to, and I don't see anything else that has to happen to that. But it's I really like that ending. It's it, it gives you that sense of like hope that you know there still could be like a Doctor Manhattan like thing going on. Yeah, or it could just be like because I mean Doctor Manhattan himself said it's theoretically possible whether mm-hmm. or not it works specifically is because at this point you know Doctor Manhattan is dead. Like he doesn't know if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He just like he did it and like just. Is wondering if it might happen. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility, so it's entirely possible that it doesn't work. Yeah, and so uh, just to like tie it back to the whole um, Christ imagery, the whole um, body bread thing that we Catholics know about, the body of Christ. Well, I mean, it's not really a Catholic thing; it's more like just a Christian thing, really. <laughs> oh yeah, but essentially, um, you know, there's a chance that Angela has his powers. I doubt it, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. If we get the second season on that four, but, you know, we'll see. But, you know, that was that was Watchmen, the last episode. Um, it's like we said earlier, it was a good show. I was glad to watching it. I know you were glad watching it. Um, anything else we got to say? 
Uh, no, I mean, we already, like, sort of, like, said, like, our piece, at least at the beginning, of how we felt about the show in general, mm -hmm. and, the, and, and the episode in general being, like, solid, and, yeah, I think, uh, overall, like, you know, it was a, uh, good experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to maybe watch it again, but, you know, we'll see. Um, so yeah, guys, that's been us talking about the last episode of Watchmen. So be sure to, you know, we're the Geeks Series, be sure to check us out on... All the podcasting sites, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, CastBox. Those are five good ones right there. Also, be sure to follow us on the in, on social media with Instagram. Twitter's coming up soon. And Facebook. We always post on Twitter. We always try to post on Instagram, so just check us out there most often. And so please support us on Patreon. We like to get stuff going. We like to get, you know, provide you guys with more stuff out there. And if you do, And if you do that, you'll be able to get it. Also, you follow us on YouTube, you know, subscribe, notification, um, bell icon, all that good stuff that you all know that we they always ask us to ask you, we ask, make us ask you guys to do. It's a lot of cool, it's the best way for you guys to support us too. And, well, yeah, that, that's about it, Joey. Just <laughs> take it away. Well, I mean, that's the, uh, that's the end of this sort of little series. Uh, it's been me, Joe. And, well, hopefully we'll talk, do more of these. I really enjoyed it. Um, but, yeah. It's been me, your boy, Eli, from the Geek and Turns, and we are officially signing out of Watchmen. Peace.